Okay. Last week we began the sukkim concerning the goals of the Aserah Sashvatim. And I mentioned that the Aserah Sashvatim is a fascinating topic. seems to be the world has never-ending fascination with it. We're not going to go into now who they might be. We're going to discuss a little bit where they are and if they're coming back and are they back and were they back. And there's some very, very interesting makaris on it. We're up to in the psukim, the description of who came to take their place in the beginning of the kusim and all the havoc that that caused. We'll get to that in due time. I wanted to first show you the Gemara that you have in front of you. You should have a Gemara in Sanhedrin. Page one, Akuf Yudam Abayz. One of these Gemaras, not uncommon to have a Gemara that uh, you don't really know Pshad until you see the Rishayim. Here, the Mishnah is not even clear what it's referring to. It's often quoted, like the Dover Pashit, that whether they're coming back is a Machlekes. I will show you that there's a Machlekes, whether they mean that. Are they talking about Mashiach? Are they talking about Elam Haba, Tchiyas HaMesim, Tshuva? It's a huge enough Gemina. So take a look at the Mishnah. In Mel Yamad Kuf Yud Amabes Sanhedrin Asaris Hashvatim Eina Sidim Lachser. That sounds pretty clear. Can't get more clear than that, right? Eina Sidim Lachser. Not coming back. Shanamar. And if you take a look, the Pesukim will aid you on the side, on the right hand side. Yitshem Hashem Me'alad Masam Ba'afa Bechema Beketz of Godov Yeshachem Al Eretz Acheres Kayem Hazeh. Hashem. Cast them out of Eretz Yisrael with tremendous anger. Af chema ketzav gadol, and he threw them el Eretz Acheres kayem hazeh. In other words, kayem hazeh. Let's look at the Mishnah. The analogy to the day, ma hayayim haylech ve'ena chazer, just like the day leaves and never comes back. Af heim holchem ve'ena chazer. So too, they're leaving. They left. And they're not coming back. Divrei Rabbi Kiva. As I said, this is going to sound deceivingly simple. Uh, the mission's not trying to deceive anybody, obviously, but uh, whenever you learn something uh, too quickly, it gets deceiving. Avalazar Aimer. Kiyam Hazep. Mayayim Mafil Umeir. Just like the day gets dark, gets light, there's a cycle. If it's dark now because they had Averis and they went into Gullus, if they do Tshuva, they'll come back. It's not over, even though it's been many, many years. That's a problem also, which we're not going to get into now, but they discussed that. This is why they're dashing like this over here. That's a, a very important point. It, it doesn't seem to be simple that it's across the board like that. Uh, there's, a, there's a whole D in why they would dash like this at all. Uh, the day has both attributes. A day leaves, it never comes back. Time marches on. And then you have a day, you want to describe a day. It's day, night, day, night, it's dark and light. So Both descriptions are true. The question is why they pick one or the other. And then the question, Yaakov, you're asking is, does this apply all over the place? Uh, and the answer is not necessarily. But uh, I was thinking, as I was... Uh, 
going over which aspect to prepare. This is such a large sugya, but uh, we're not going to get to that now. Tanra Bonham. Now, usually when the Gemara starts off with the Tanra Bonham, it's usually directly on what the mission is referring to and an explanation of it. Not always the case. Um, we'll try to figure out from here, La Mafreya, what the mission is talking about. Most people, when they hear the mission, I think it's talking about loss and love, but the keep it's goyas. I'm not saying that's incorrect. I'm just going to show you it's not so posh. Tanar Abonim. Actually, let's just see the second Rashi in the Mishnah before we see the Tanar Abonim. Ein Asid Nalachsar. Rashi says, Mimokom Shagalu. So this Rashi sounds like uh, they're not coming back from the place where they ended up, the place they went into Golis. Sounds like it's talking about Kibbutz Golis, not necessarily Elam Haba. Rashi asked the Kasha of which we'll get to with the Gemara Megillah, that after they left, Yirmiya brought them back, which means before Korban Bayas Rishon. Which means not, Rishon, means not only were they not lost, but they actually, they knew exactly where they were, and Yirmiya went to get them and brought at least some of them back. So Rashi asked this, what do you mean they're not coming back? Yirmiya, it's the Farish and the Pasuk. Brought some of them back. And then those people, as we'll see in the Gemara Megillah, ended up moving back to their homes. And believe it or not, Yeshiel HaMelech, who we didn't get to yet, who's the Melech in Yehuda when Yemiah brings them back, this is all before the Chorban. They're still slipping toward the Chorban. This is before the Chorban. He became king, finally, over Yehuda Benyamin, naturally, and the remnants of the Aserah Shvatim in the north of Eretz Yisrael. No, that's the surprising part. I think I was going to say something fairish. Isn't that fascinating? We've been waiting, waiting, waiting for Melech Yudah to finally reign over everybody in the Shvatim to join together. It happens, I would say, too little, too late. At that point, it wasn't too little, too late, but they're not going to utilize it. Because they're all going to go into Golis, but he's going to rule over everyone, and they're going to be 12 Shvatim. Mix us, Rashi says, of each one, but they're going to be living there. And the Gemara is going to have to prove how we know that. And we're going to make Hashem get to that. This is Rashi Lushitasa, the Machlek is Rashi and Tasis and Gitten. Very important Machlek is the Lachla Maisel, the Gabi Shemitah, and Yevil. It's not Geb, it's There's a lot of discussion about this. Is Shemitah, it's Manazer, Dereza. So some Peskim say it is, as late as the Achashochan and the Nitziv. Most Peskim say it isn't, as late as the Chaznish. The assumption of Israel is that it's not. The Chaznish has a lot of coolers. He has one big, I can't call it a chumrah, he has one big psak that he didn't want to rely on the Hetem Achira. He felt it was too much of harama, it wasn't real. Others were make all the meaning is not to rely on it. And after that, all the coolers of what you could do to save this and save that and the minimum amount, what malachas uh, were tailored and uh, handed over by the chaznish. <coughs> Taylor made it for the situation, and he was make as much as he could for the Shas Lachak, but he didn't allow the Hetem Mechira. The assumption of any Kula is based on the fact that Shemitah is Dwarbonah. Why should Shemitah be Dwarbonah? Because it's tied in with Yevil. So what happened to Yevil? So Yevil d- d- depends on, well, how you touch it, that's the Machlikas here. The Pasig is, the Drosha is Rav Yeshveel, the Yanid, most of Klai Yisrael. Most of Klai Yisrael means what? So Rashi, in the Sugan Gitten, says that Yevil does not exist today, and... Since Yevil doesn't exist, Shemitah is only the Rabbanon. And the reason is because the mixes that came back together with Yudav and Yemen are now gone. 
That's for after Chorban Bayis Rishon. They came back and Bayis Shani, but after Chorban Bayis Shani, they're gone again. And even when they came back in Bayis Rishon, you'll see in a few minutes why I'm saying this, Rashi over here is already letting us know only Mixas came back, and even then, L'chaira, it sounds like it wasn't Rav Yeshvei Do you need, and that's the question over here, as part of the Machlis Rashi and Tesis, Shadavah Tesis means, do you need Rav Yishevet? Do you need Rav of the general population? The Rambam says, you need every Shevet back where it's supposed to be, which we certainly don't have today. And there's a lot of discussion, they took the census recently, in the last couple of years, and they're saying that either it did happen or it's about to happen, that Rav Yidin nowadays of the world population are in Eretz Yisrael, which is nice, if it's true, it would might trigger Yehovah Shabbat Dereza, in which case Shemitah is Dereza, which is a problem. Is the way they're keeping Shemitah, those that keep it are not keeping it. With all the Chumras, it should be Dereza, basing it on the Kulus of the Chaznish, even if they're not holding the head of Mechira, which is based on the fact that Shemitah is Rabbanu. So that would be a big enough community. According to the Rambam, it doesn't sound like that because the Shvatim have to know who they are and they have to be benachalosam where they're supposed to be, which is certainly not the case. They don't know who they are and they're certainly not exactly where they are. Some of them might be living in Tel Aviv. Some of them might be in Yerushalayim. Some of them might be in Bedebrak. So according to the Rambam, it's highly unlikely Yevil exists in Yerushalayim. And the Shailah is the Fintani Rishenim. But it's often bandied around that, oh, we now have Rav Yeshvelah. It depends which Shita you hold like and we still assume the Shemitah is Rabbana. So, just pointing out the word here, Mixas and Hichsir will be Nogea when we see the next Gemara. How do we know when Yodel is there? That's also a question. We don't even know when Shemitah is. There are three Shitas in Rishenim again and Shemitah is. The year we keep, the year before, the year after. And there were people who suggested when they were tumulting about the Hetna Mechira, the beginning of the last century, when it was really a Shastachak. They had no industry there, no high tech. And uh, there's nothing to make money on but a few farmers, and uh, it was a really serious situation. They were afraid the whole yeshuv would fall apart, which is why there were big gunim who originally designed the Hetem Achir. So there are two tainas. Does it work? Bechlal. Chaznish held that the sale really wasn't, we're not selling it to sell to the Arabs, and uh, not happening now. It's Shema happening later. And he held it wasn't chal. His famous expression, he says, you're trying to solve a problem, and you're creating a bigger problem. You're... Uh, you're bump into a dive. You're trying to solve a problem. It's, it's making matters worse. But the word Gainim originally held of it, and then the middle sheet to the hell, maybe it was good to begin with, but it's not good now, because it's not the same Shas Matter of fact, the Yisdajrut um, might not admit this, but most of the Kibbutzim are being propped up by government subsidies, and it's not really where the profits are in the Israeli GDP. It's high-tech. It's uh, patents, it's startups, it's uh, uh, aerospace, Air Force. They have all sorts of innovation there. It's not the, necessarily the cucumbers and even the oranges. Uh, they make some money, maybe, depends on the year, but that's shvach. So even if that Mechir was good, it's highly questionable. But the original guy who designed it at the beginning of the last century were very focused on solving the problem for then, and some people wrote Shuvah saying that they don't understand why they need to head to Mechira. Because you have a situation where Shemitah is Durabonim, if you assume it's Durabonim, which most place can assume, and we have a Savi Durabonim, it's either this year, last year, the next year, and each year is a Savi Durabonim, so why not just be Mekel, Savi Durabonim Lakula? The short answer to that, it happens to be, we're going to speak about this over Yantif or after Yantif, whenever we get to it, we have a lot of Shirem lined up, so I have to get to the Hilchah Sukkah first, but uh, Shragi, we're gonna, Shragi came to me when we were discussing Amelach HaKadosh, whether you have to be 
Chazer on Matzi Yom Kippur if you say Hamelcha Kaddish, not the other way around. Not during a Seder It's a common mistake. Chavaz Chaim made a mistake one year and he didn't know what to do and the Mishnah Brut doesn't speak about it. But maybe why he didn't know what to do because he looked up at the Mishnah Brut and it wasn't there. Mishnah uh, Brut speaks about, obviously, when you say Akela Kaddish, you're supposed to say Hamelcha Kaddish, that we know. And there's no mention over there what happens when you make a mistake right after Mila which is uh, not uncommon. Haraya, the Chavaz Chaim, makes a lot of sense The Chavaz Chaim made the mistake because he was probably in a different stratosphere as he started Meir. So... The Chavaz Chaim didn't have the virtual edition of the... Uh, he didn't have the virtual right. He wasn't Zechit to that yet. So, Shragi was, uh, was curious what the din is in general, if this ever happened to anybody over here. If you make a mistake in Shemad during the year, let's say you're kind of tired... Lel Shabbos, and you space out, and then you all of a sudden you space in, and you don't even know where you're holding your Shemona Esrei. Where are you supposed to go back to? It's a, again, deceivingly simple Shaila. Where do you go back to? Let's talk about Tilas uh, Yurches, forget Lel Shabbos. Uh, you woke up somewhere in Bnei Yushalayim, and uh, you sort of remember Slach Lanu, because it was that time of year. And after that, it gets a little hazy. You're not sure what happened afterwards. Do you go back to the last thing you're sure you said? Do you go back to the last thing you're sure you didn't say? A big nafkamina between choice A and choice B. And it's a... I told you quickly two of the swaras in both directions, but I decided since it might be in the other people during the year. Did it happen to anybody here? Nobody wants to admit it. Yeah. Uh, it's, I'm sure it's happened. It's not, not an uncommon shayla, and there's a, a very big machlik, it's not really their diukim rishayim like any machlekes achrayim between the chayadam and the stipler and many others in between and after whether or not you have a right because you have a built-in problem on the one hand how can you go weiter very nice you don't want to say bracha v'atala maybe you said rafenu you don't know you know for sure you said slachlanu rafenu is a big haze so you go back to rafenu very nice you don't know if you said anything before. And now you're going to say the rest of Shemana Esrei. It's a suffix bracha latola for every other bracha. How can you go forward? So you say, well, you don't want to go back to Rafaeinu, but maybe you said it already. Okay, well, so why is that suffix bracha latola worse than the other one? That's what you were asking. And there's a lot of discussion on it. In that discussion, it's going to take a while to develop the whole shiv. In that discussion, there's a, a ran that's often brought up. It's brought up the Shemitah Sugiyah also, where the ran talks about Abra cases. And the Ran says, in Avri Pesachon, he says, the Shaila in the Gemara, whether Haseba is Ma'ake for Abra Kesis. And the Gemara says, well, it's either Ma'ake for the first two or the second two. We're not sure. And the Maskana is, we're not sure. So you have to go back by all fours. The Ran says, I don't understand. Haseba is a Dindar Well, Abra Kesis is a Dindar So if you have a Savik, it's the first two or the last two, and you didn't do it, it's a Savik Rabbonah Lakula. Why do you have to go back? It's a good kasha. So the Rod answers that you can't say Savadar Malakula over here because it's a stira, Manushach. You got to pick the first two or the last two. So arbitrarily, you're going to pick the first two or the last two. You can't do that. It's arbitrary. So what are you going to say? Be maker by all of them? So that's a tight to the Sassi. It's definitely either the first two or the second two. So you have to be machmer by all of them, even by the Rabbanim. And the same answer applies to Shemitah. You can't say, well, I don't know if it's this year, last year, or next year. So be maker by all three. But you make them by all three. So you got to pick one year. And be makers, so that's arbitrary. You can't do that. So we did pick one year. 
but we're not make a lot, and we don't not keep it. We don't say Savadabar Lakula. We have to pick one year because you go with Vavashanim, the Makhlachs, the Gainim, and the Ramah. So the Ramah quotes the Gainim, which is rare, and, and he says, I disagree. And I hold, I hold this is the year. So we don't, we're not even sure which year the Shemitah is. And if Eliyahu and Navi tells us a Matthias, maybe we'll change it. Maybe, yeah, maybe not. We'll find out. But then it's going to be the Raisa, so we're going to have to take a stand, and it's going to be. Uh, Shemaim, he might not apply to a Matthias. So if he tells us to change it, and then it's the Raisa, and we have Rabbi Yashvayala, we will probably change it. So, anyway, there's a three way Machlag Yashvayala, what Rabbi Yashvayala means. I'm just pointing out that people are saying that the census, if it's not really that accurate anyway, because it's hard to count Yidin and Chutzlar, unfortunately, many of them are intermarried, and if you have daughter, 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 they can be assimilated for five generations. There are a lot of Jews there. So it's not clear. They didn't count that. They were relying on UJA census and trying to figure out who belongs to the uh, to the Y and who who gives eighteen dollars to the UJA and who. Uh, unfortunately, much of the UJA is uh, might not be yet from. That's one thing. Might not be yet Jewish, unfortunately. But the ones who are basach basach bas, be hundreds of thousands of Jews. So it's a little unclear whether the census is correct. But even if it is right, just based on the raw number. That doesn't necessarily mean you have Rav Yisraela. That's what I'm pointing out. Let's continue. Yeah. It's a three-way machlek is what the Shemitah year is. You keep one. No. Nobody holds it know what it is. We, we are paskating like, uh, we hope we know what it is. We're passing like the Ramam against the Gainim, and then there's a third sheet, like any other psaac. So we, for all practical purposes, we know what it is. That doesn't mean it's not open for discussion. Maybe Leo and nobody gets it. That's the, uh, Yeah. Yeah, so he has a thing, the whole dating with the, it's based on the Chorban, that the Chorban was Matzi Shemitah. Matzi Shemitah means, the Chorban was on Tisha B'Av. So Matzi Shemitah means that was toward the end of Shemitah, or the next year was Matzi Shemitah. It's a, try to have learned that Gemara. That's what it's based on. And then, and then you have Abishwab's issue is, was it, what year was that? 70, 70, you know, are there missing years and is that whole dating, right? He says, even though we have a note, we don't right. have the year since, the original one is not. Right, right, right. So, uh, yeah. Hopefully, he won't apply to, or or we don't need Lebeshemaimi. Maybe Elio Hanavi will come and dig up like the Dead Sea Scrolls. Lebeshemaimi will point out that they wrote it down over there, it was buried, just dig it up. That's not Lebeshemaimi. In fact, he tells you where it's written down. They'll find the old parchment and they'll tell you exactly what year it was when the Corbin was. I wouldn't be surprised. You don't have to come out to Lebeshemaimi. Uh, they're calling like any other Machlech Yishenim. You have a Klalim had a Paskin based on Machlech Yishenim and Amaram, and sometimes you have a Machlech with the Klal is, and that's why you have a Machlech Yishenim. So would, uh, would that be considered Bashamayim? Oh, you mean just the word take you? No, 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 no. Once he comes down... Yeah, yeah, I hate to... Whenever I say that, people get very, uh, uh, very crushed. It's not so partial to take you. I know your Rebbe in second grade and third grade and fourth grade told you this. And I'm not saying he lied, Chas Shalom. It's the truth. Uh, the is that what the word means. Do, does Teku mean Tishvi Yatarit Kushu Sabayas? Very nice, uh, Russia Tevis. Uh, Teku is probably uh, a word not even a Lashon Kaidish. That means um, undecided. I told you, Nebuch, I was on a, on a bus once in Eitz many years ago. I haven't been on a bus in a long time. And uh, I was sitting in the bus, learning my, name, my own business, and the guy was blasting the radio. And all of a sudden, the radio announcer screams out, Teku! And half the bus is going wild. And then all of a sudden, I looked up. Which sugi are we in? What the world are you talking about? The guy screamed out. I didn't know he was holding a deaf enemy. Yeah. So I asked the guy, uh, the Israeli guy next to me, uh, he says, uh, what are they learning? So he looked at me. He didn't understand the question. Yeah. So what the, I, he, he said, Mama. So I said, they just screamed Teku. 
So after about five minutes, he finally understood my question. Then he started laughing hysterically. He said, it was a soccer game. It just ended in a draw. So many words have been co-opted into modern Hebrew. I'll never forget that. I don't know who was playing, but um, they seem to be very excited about that take Elio, no, he's not going to address that. And he's going to not even force a rematch. Uh, probably going to get rid of all the stadiums that are playing on Shabbos. Yes? No, no, no. I was hoping. I was hoping. And, and if it was, it would have been a sugya. But um, the guy didn't even understand what I was asking. I had to, uh, I had to explain myself. Okay, so, yeah. It, it, whether it means Tishri, Yatayas, Kushi, Zabayas, the Shailu's how? In his Lamdus? Or with the Messiah? And if it's the Messiah, the other way out is that the godless of Elio Navi, unlike any other Navi, why don't you just say Shemul Navi is going to be a Tyrant's Kushi, Zabayas? The answer is Elio Navi was always here. He never died. Sort of, maybe. Uh, so if he's always here, then it's not Lebe Shemayim. He answers questions. Not really. He appears once in a while, but uh, doesn't really answer Shailas. There's one Gemara that he's found talking to certain Amaraim when they asked him. But he wasn't. He was actually getting the Shaila. Uh but it was a, also they found him in Beis Kfaris, and they asked him, "Aren't you a okay? So then he said, no, Marakayim, we had this discussion here once. So Shailah was Shevet he's from. So others say, no, he was a Kayin, and uh, he was just a Dech, and the Kayin's a lot of being a base Kfaris, certain base Kfaris, that's this interesting Psaq which we don't go with. And you should tell all the Kayin, you know, that uh, they don't go to Kivrit Sadiqim, even though some do. We, we don't hold to that Psaq uh, in a big way. It's mentioned, I'm saying the, the, the shita exists, but uh, it's not a psaq. It never made it down to psaq. We hold that it's, uh, that it's usser, and that was the, that was the Gemara you're thinking of. Yeah. But, well, there's other ones that he appears in the marketplace. Yeah, yeah, but all those are uh, not, the is either you have to say alive the whole time, which is difficult if he keeps coming back down, but there is a possibility. Let's go back to the Gemara, Tanarabon. So Rashi, again, the Mishnah seems like he's saying that we're talking about whether coming back in a physical way by the Bia's Gold Tzedek and the Kibbutz Golias. Take a look at the Gemara. Tanarabon. Aseris Hashvatim Einlem Chelik Leilam Abab. That's interesting. Talking about going in the Mishnah, if Rashi seemed to learn the Mishnah, we're talking about whether they're coming back physically, and now the Gemara is talking about whether they have a chelik on Baba. It's not a stira, but that would mean, according to this gear, so the Tanah Rabbanon is not going on what the Mishnah was talking about necessarily. It's talking about the Asar so we're discussing how bad it was in terms of their rishus and what happened. Similar to the Gemara's discussion, this is parachelik, by the way. You might discuss the Dharmabal and other such situations, whether they lost the Olam Haba or not. Take a look at the Vav in the Agos Vitsiyunim on the left side in the middle. He has a Girsa, Enam, Asidim, Lachser. At least that would put it in line with our Mishnah. Because then it's not talking about Olam Haba, even though that is a theme on and off in this parak. But our Mishnah is talking about whether they're coming back in the Kibbutz Golius. So that's why this Girsa has the Girsa that it has, instead of Olam Haba, Enam, Asidim, Lachser. If you look at Rashi, go to the bottom right hand, eight lines in the bottom. Tanabon says, "Shvatam elam chelgal ma'bash and emar v'yitshem Hashem al admasam 
Is the Mafarshi, see, you already see there's a Girsish over here. Is the Mafarshi, I says, Shvatim, Elam, Chelik, Lalam, Abba, Hailey, Mesa, Mashiach, Shaloi, Yekapsem, Mashiach, Im, Shar, Golyas. So Rashi tries to put this in line with Rashi and the Mishnah, that even if you keep this Girs of Elam, Haba, it still means Elam, Haba, not as in the world of Neshamas, means Elam, Haba, meaning in Kibbutz, Golyas. He's trying to answer this Kasha. In line with that other gisa, but he says istam afarish. Even if you don't have that other gisa afarish, and you have the words alam haba, it means alam chelik abba hainu. What that means over here is the most mashiach liyakablam or yakapsam liyagirsa is mashiach. Yakablam means he won't accept them. Yakapsam means he won't go get them. It's easier to say liyakapsam. The bereshev and others ask on the Rashi. Well, if the gisa is alam haba, why wouldn't it fit with the rest of the parak that it means alam haba alam anashamas? Alam haba doesn't usually mean down here by kibitz golius. So then you'd have to hold the other gears up. That's the machlekes over here. What? No, no, no. As a matter of fact, it's very, the Rabbim himself, when he describes the Malachim, it's very unclear where Tchisa Mason fits in. It might be much later. Elam Haba might be much later. And the Rabbim himself says, his opinion from the reading of Pesukim is that Kibbutz Goliath is down here in a physical way. It's going to be Gavaldic. There will be Nisim, there won't be Nisim. It's not necessary. There probably will be, but it's not a prerequisite. Not necessarily, no, no, not necessarily. So Rashi has to see, either you go with the Girsa, that goes to see him to bring down that Girsa that doesn't mention the word Alam Haba, it means Kibbutz Goliath, as Rashi said, the Mishnah. That's what the Mishnah means, we're talking about what we call the Tkufas of Mashiach. Or if you have the Girsa of Haba, Rashi has to say, Hainu, it doesn't mean Alam Haba over here, and the other Acharnam have difficulty. If you have the Girsa of Alam Haba, why does it mean what it means in the rest of the parak? That's where this gets complicated. And there's a big nafkamina how we learn our psukim. When it's a, when the sheet of Rabbi Kiva is always quoted, they're not coming back. Does that mean physically they're not coming back? Or is it talking about the generation that left who were Rishayim, they don't get Elam Haba, and it doesn't even mean the, the later generations. That's a possibility also. Yeah? No, I was going to say that it, without Rashi, it's hard to understand. Like, are we, do we mean that historically every person that, that ever was from the Aser Sashvatim, that includes Nevi'im and people that, that still kept from during all, the, all, all those years? There were people who kept from... Uh, the Shilas doesn't mean that generation and the fo- or the following generations. That's the first thing you have to address. So if you hold the gears of Olam Haba and you don't explain it like Rashi, which other Mepharshim do, they, they, they don't accept that Olam Haba here means down here or Mashiach. It means Olam Hashamas, they say. The first generation were Risham. They lost Olam Haba like other Risham lost Olam Haba. And the future generations are somewhere behind the Sabbatian and they'll come back when everybody else comes back. The reason why Rashi is that whatever defines them as a Sfarsashvatim does not have the, 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 Doesn't mean everybody, that's all. No, but I'm saying the, 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 the category of Aserus Shvatim does not have a place in a future time. Oh, sure it does. Sure it does. If you have 98% of them and they're somewhere in Ashur and they never came back, and the reason they never came back either because they were told not to come back to behind the river Sambachan, or they never came back because they assimilated and they don't know they're Jewish, but there might still be descendants, daughter after daughter after daughter, if they intermarried, who. Don't know the Jewish even, or barely know the Jewish. And Eliyahu Navi comes and says, "You're Jewish. You're coming with me." So that's Kibbutz Goliath. Right, no, that's fine. That, that's, certainly, that's certainly an option over here. And the fact that there were uh, people who came back with Yirmiyo, which we're going to get to soon, those people clearly the Yechidim, the Mixas that Rashi says were brought back, were clearly sent to the Golos by Churban Rishon to Bavel with. The rest of Yehuda and Benyamin. So they, whoever came back from Bavel then, they also came back. That's why we had 12 Shvatim, as I mentioned last week. Yes? Is there a that what this means is that as high Mashiach, the question is, 
will Israel be one, na- one Jewish nation, whatever that means, or will it be divided into 12 colonies of the Eretz Israel? There are going to be 12 Shvatim and 12 areas, 12 distinct areas. That's going to be one Eretz Yisrael, 12 distinct areas. It has to be. The Ramam says it's not Yovel until you have 12 Shvatim, Yeshiv Alad Masam, and knowing who they are as that Shevet. Well, that's why. So far, Rashi says that they're not coming back, and Rashi and the Mishnah says that, and he's saying the Gemara is that way even according to this Girsa. The Mepharshim who ask on Rashi say, if you have the Girsa of Alam Haba, it sounds like this Tanah Rabbana has nothing to do with the Mishnah. You could say, okay, so Tanabana is a different comment, whether they lost Alam Haba, the first generation, future generations. But the Mishnah still says, Rabbi Kiva says they're not coming back. So I didn't show you the Ran. The Ran, when we get to it, will deny that that's not what the Mishnah meant either. So we, we, we hold the Paschal? Well, we don't Paschal anything yet. It's not again. Oh, there are definitely going to be 12 Shrotim. Everybody's Maschal is that. Either they're going to regroup from the ones that came back from the time of Yermia who went to Gullus again, with us, and they can't come back with us, or they were from the Shratim living in Yehudim and Yemen, which is very Mestabra also, the whole time, and they're going to regroup, and they're going to grow again. Everybody's masking. Yecheskel says it's going to be 12 Shratim once a Shai is 12 Shratim for the Mixus over here, for the Mixus, my conjecture, the living in Yehuda, or from the millions that are going to come back when Eliyahu Navi brings them. That's the Shai Yes? Can we say that the Hem Shratim mission is the implication that are there? One is that they yeah, but the two don't necessarily follow. Lost Olam Haba might be, if you have this Giza, it might be the first generation that went to Risham, lost Olam Haba, and the descendants were Tinagash and Nishba. Mamish Tinagash and So, why should they lose Olam Haba? You say they all assimilate anyway, but there was a make. So, we don't know that. We, we could be there behind Sabachin somewhere, and uh, they don't, uh, they can't communicate with us. They're not coming until they're supposed to come, and Hashem's going to make sure we don't find them. Or they all assimilated, and Bas Achar Bas, they intermarried. You need Basa Chabas, that could still be millions. And they don't know they're Jewish, and they don't know uh, to the extent, they don't know where they're supposed to be going. They'll be, oh, no, they're going, so we'll get them. Those are the options. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you as we go along each one of the options. Let's continue the Gemara first. What? It could be. If you do the numbers, they say just in the Spanish Inquisition, that was a lot more recent. Uh, they say then there was 10% of the population. That means that there were mathematicians that did the numbers already, and uh, not to be the world's biggest mathematician, but you do the numbers, the numbers of people who have Jewish blood are off the charts, and the numbers that have Basa Chabas just have to trace a Basa Chabas. That's not so far-fetched. If everybody's having a boy and a girl or more, most people aren't having five boys. A Basa Chabas is not so... Uh, Aaron, maybe you'll do the numbers afterwards. You know, to what the statistical chances of a Basa Chabas is. But it's or not... Uh, 50 times in a row. Okay. Times. Okay. So, Aaron, you have your homework for tonight? This is what you do. Um, 150 oh. times, however many gen- generations there were. But it's certainly possible. And if Hashem wants them to survive, it's more than possible it's going to happen. But uh, it's that chilek of the population. If they intermarried. And if they intermarried, was it total intermarriage or partial intermarriage? That's the Shaila. That's what makes this sugi so interesting. People think it's interesting from the historical perspective and all the uh, tours they're doing and all the digs they're doing and the archaeological evidence or lack thereof. Before you even start all that, it's interesting because you've got to figure out what the Mission of the Gemara is talking about. And we're just at the, uh, at the cusp of that. Yes? Yes. Yes. And this is a much larger population. 
We have a lot of spakes about it, but we still assume there's some chaynim, even though Elio and Avi is going to tell us about that also. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think uh, you, you'll show me the numbers. I, I don't think it's mathematically schwer to say Basach Abbas. It depends what. It depends how far you go back. What? Uh, yeah, and then those are Machman to give every kind five dollars, and then some give it back. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not five. That's up to a hundred dollars now. But yeah, whatever. Five, uh, five golden coins. Let's finish up the Gemara over here, and then we'll go to the Peliates. So we dash from the positive that they were thrown out of Eretz Yisrael. That might mean the first generation, and if you have the gears it has nothing to do per se with the Mishnah. And if you have the gears then it has everything to do with the Mishnah and Rashi. Learns that way in the Mishnah, and over here, even though he has the girsa of Olam Haba, he means, he teaches Olam Haba means Olam Hazeh, meaning the Mashiach. Rab Shimon ben Yehuda Ishkva Aka Aimer, Mishum Rab Shimon, Imma Sam Kayam Azaz, he dashes the Pasuk in a very, very positive way. Gabor's going to ask later, we're not going to do it in this sugya, why Rabbi Kiva dashes it in his direction if he could have dashed it the other way. Obviously, there are good reasons. Rab Shimon, Mishum Rab Shimon, Imma Sam Kayam Azaz, and Achazen, if they continue the way. They left, which means in their Avodah mode. And they don't do tshuva, they're not coming back. Ve'im lav chayzrin. But if ultimately they or future generations do tshuva, then they will be zeichah to come back. Or they will be zeichah to have alam haba, depending which way you learn. Rebbe amer, bam heim lalam abash, and amra be'am ahu, you talk up a shayfer gadol. Now here's the big question of the sugya. First of all, yes. First of all, well, it's a riot of Rashi's girsa, but it sounds like... I was. I thought you were going to say, "Isn't it a riot to the other Mefoshim that Olam Haba over here means Olam Haba?" Yeah, Olam Haba normally Be'er Sheva asks Kasha Rashi. I don't understand. Well, all of a sudden, the whole parak when the parak about Olam Haba always uses Olam Haba as an element of Shamas. And Rashi says over here because of this, we know what's bothering Rashi. What's bothering Rashi is he didn't have the other gears of Befarish, and but it was leading to the other gears. It was going on our Mishnah. That's what's so complicated over here. And the last line over here, Rebbe says, no, they're going to get to Olam Haba. So Rashi will say again, Olam Haba here means they'll get to the Tukhubas of Mashiach. The other Girsa would might change this. It doesn't um, have another letter over here by Gersus Yunim. Or this, that other Girsa will say, no, he's just referring to their aspect in terms of their Olam and Hashamas. That has nothing to do with the uh, first few lines. That's, that's not even Machlik is then. What? No, so the, well, I'm gonna, that's the Pasek we know. And many of you have been reading this uh, during Yamim Naram. And some of you have been singing it. None of us have been looking in the Rashi or Radak, which we will over here. It's a pretty central question. You, know? you can look at the uh, full Pasek if you don't remember the song. Uh, Zion on the right hand side. We'll discuss whether that's a real shafer or that's an expression. What does a Asher mean? What does that mean? The people who were lost in Ashur. No. They went to Ashur. So Rebbe says, No, nope, they're going to Olam Haba. As the Pusik says, 
that the shofar is going to blow and they're going to come back from Mitzrayim from Asher. So first of all, it sounds like they're physically coming back per Rashi's explanation of what Olam Haba means over here, which is why Rashi says it. It does mean Olam HaShamas. And the question is, how is Rabbi Kiva going to learn this Pasuk B'chal? This is like one of the most famous Pesukim. He hasn't learned the Pasuk. Pasuk B'chal. That's going to blow the shofar and they're going to come back. Rabbi Kiva says they're not coming back. Not to Olam Haba, Olam Hazek, Kibitz Goliath, however you learn this. So we have to figure out next week, not next week, but sometime after Sukkot, uh, what is the title of the Pasuk according to Rabbi Kiva? Uh, yeah, but it doesn't say that because the Pasuk says, so that's referring to a day far off. That would have been an easy way out. But the separate Pasuk in the Yermia went to get them and Hogamar about it, which we didn't get to yet. And this Pasuk is talking about Lassa Lava. So the question is, is it talking about Alam Hazer, Alam Haba, or what Rashi say in this word, which you probably word, Alam Haba over here doesn't mean Alam Hashamas, it means the future Gula, as the Pasuk says, they're going to come back from Asherah. The question is, how does Rabbi Kiva, forget Rashi and the Girsa and the other Mepharsha and the Be'er Sheva, how does Rabbi Kiva, the Tana, learn this Pasuk? The Gemara doesn't address it. Because Rabbi says, no, for sure they're coming back, as the Pasuk says. What does Rabbi Kiva do with the Pasuk? I left you with enough questions. If you plan on a Cholomai trip looking for the Rezessa Shvatim, you have some pointers, but you don't have the whole Sugi yet. Well, let's go to the Peleyates. It'd be a good Cholomai trip, but it would take a few days to uh, get there. Uh, you make it a shul trip. What? Uh, start, Avada starts in Africa. That's where the most interesting uh, finds were. I'm totally, thoroughly unconvinced that any of them are the Assassin Shvatim. But uh, if you look at the uh, evidence, it's, uh, as I mentioned last week, it's very ironic. There's so much Nebuch, so much anti-Semitism in the world. They all hate us, and yet the whole world claims they're Jewish. Like every other, in China and in Africa and in South America, everybody wants to be Jewish. So uh, it's hard to figure out. It's not like we ask them and we like, beg them to consider their yichus. They uh, keep coming, showing up, and saying, we're the real Jews. Uh, Safik Daraisa would have to cross a threshold for Safik Daraisa, which I, again, very unconvinced that it did. And so uh, most of the other people who look at the evidence. Means there were Jews around there, and they dropped a lot of customs and artifacts, maybe a thousand years ago, maybe two. That doesn't mean that they are from the Aserah not even the Ethiopians. It's possible, but uh, certainly not convincing, which is why we tried to do a Geras Lechumah. Yeah, they're not all lumped together, by the way. There are, as I mentioned last week, there are Indian Jews, different ones might have different, different groups might have different claims, and some might be a Vadai, a Karl Vadai, some might be a Suffolk, some might not even cross the threshold. Vajjah says Psak then was that it was a Suffolk and they had to do Gavis the Khumra. He didn't say there's absolutely no credence to their claim. The difference. Uh, that's uh, some say they're from the Assessor Shvatim that story is even more interesting whoever Shlomo married he was Magyar that we know right but which year would they go to since she was a Geirim Geirim have a separate Nachla but they still deserve to come back to Israel if they want to if that story is true but for no, the claim that they might be from Sheva Don is that from, the, from Sheva Don, nothing to do with. Uh, I, I'm saying it all. Uh, didn't Don? They would be Sheva and they like. No, you're thinking of the massive Kolamachlas that Don used to collect all the lost yeah. and founds and return it. 
uh, because they're not in the midbar. No, they're, they're two different stories. Two different stories over there, and we are unable to confirm either of them. But they might be more of a suffix that might at least cross the threshold, according to some. And the other claims of certain tribes in Africa are a little bit harder to uh, nail down. It's not, not impossible. No, they have a separate. Yeah, the, the Shevet goes by the father. The father was clearly from Shevet Yehuda, yeah. Yeah, but that whole story is... Um, they're trying to explain why they don't have the same skin color. So that story seems to maybe fit in. If she was African... She was African. The question is, was she dark? Most Africans were. But that's, uh, that's uh, highly uh, disputed, not saying highly improbable, Bechlal, that they were Jewish. But I say, if held, there was enough of a suffix that we should bring them back, we should save them. And then we should do a Geiris. They did the first two, Operation Flying Carpet or whatever they call that, uh, Moses or whatever. Solomon. I think uh, Solomon. Yeah, the Flying Carpet was the, was the earlier one. And uh, the, the, the ones who made Geiris made Geiris, and unfortunately most of, them, most of them did not make it through the process. Let's see a little Peleyites. We're on page Nunches. We were on Bizayin. The Vaza somebody is still not a good idea even after Yom Kippur. I told us that somebody said, yeah, at least do Hoshana Rabbah. Probably not a good idea the rest of the year also. And uh, the Klalim over here, what we covered thus far was the uh, being makabal, a Bizayan situation, and the schus that it is, and not reacting, and the happiest day in this fellow's life who was at the bottom of a ship, and somebody uh, thought he was the latrine, and he, uh, he said it was the happiest day of my life because I mamish didn't feel the Bizayan, and I didn't even get angry. That's quite a madrega. And the uh, myself, uh, Victor Miller, who was accosted uh, by somebody who was not from the SRS of Shvatim on Ocean Parkway, let's put it that way, <laughs> and uh, who spitted him. And uh, Victor Miller said he was very happy that he could accept the Bizayan. And Lamaisa, uh, that's already a madrega of a madrega. Our madrega would be at least don't start a major machlekes and try to walk away. The second paragraph from page Nunches. The extra careful people you have a chiv daraisin covered like parents. Besides the chiv daraisin of covered and the chiv daraisin of Meira, there's a separate pasuk aramakla avivimai. Aramakla means you do things or say things that make them a Muslim that cause them busha, even if they don't know about it, like. Um, Rolling your eyes. When you were a teenager, you might remember this. They say something and you don't want to argue because they have keep it up aim, you just roll your eyes. And the teenagers have a way of rolling their eyes like 360 degrees, and there's a special art in doing it. Not the teenager in the back. They would never uh, do that. If your name is Galbine, you're uh, almost a malach already. But uh, the, uh, the mavaza, the makla over here, where they see it, they often they do see it, they don't see it, that's a bizayan. It's a separate pasik for even though it's not overt lack of kibud. And perhaps they don't even know you're violating Meira, that's considered makla, it's considered being mavazadem, or any other expression of uh, disdain and lack of chashivas for what is being said or done. Kasra peskim, sha'af, apisha, amruav, shamachal, kvadu, kvadu, machal. A parent can be merchal the covenant, it's a good idea often. Hanudafka kvadai, avaloi bizyainai. There's a level of bizyain. Now, that doesn't mean, as they mentioned, the kibbutz of Amshir, and we will get back to it, it doesn't mean they have to see everything. You can sometimes try to not see something if you think it's coming. Let's say you know from last time you saw the rolling of the eyes, so maybe leave and just stop the conversation if you don't think it's going over well. 
Doesn't mean you can back down on every policy because you'll never get anywhere in Chinuch. But the Mechila, once the Bizayin happens, it's hard to be Meichel, harder. Uh, if you can avoid the confrontation when it's Lifneiver, and it's not necessary right now for the Echinuch, which we discussed a couple of weeks ago, then sometimes that's advisable. Chaval al demeshtachin banim sayrin shenoigin mini bizayin ba'avim v'ima v'aitzim lahem sheyach rekushen. It's so bad and grind your teeth. Oylem labanam yem adin yem atachecha. You know, vazis rabbeisav and certainly is rabbeim vazat hamachacham chayiv nidui. Amu b'shas arhecha and chasha bizayin hamachacham kegayin dama hani rabbanon. Which means it should be Maya Hadli Rabbanon, by the way, it's a Gerson mistake. Uh, and if you um, have Tainas and you uh, say, What Maya Hadli Rabbanon is a general kaifer, that uh, a person sitting and learning, what is he doing for me? Or what has he done for me lately? So that's uh, besides the Gemara says uh, outright kfira, uh, not understanding the place of learning in Klai Yisrael. It's also Bizayan and it's Chayav Nidui. Okay, Mitzvah Shem, we will uh, continue up the circus, so look out for the communications.